0: Welcome back, everybody. It's the Chris and Craig Show, but we are minus Chris today if you're watching on Facebook Live, YouTube, or Twitter. But I think we've improved the show because we have our great friend Joe Castle back with us, our most valued guest I think we've had. We've had you on more than anybody. What? That's crazy. Well, there's reason why. You're great. How are you doing, Joe? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Greg? Uh, Can't complain. Uh, we're going to be talking today about the Bradshaw Bunch. I'm not sure if it's a uh, show that you're familiar with, but uh Chris sent us a link and said, watch this show and let's talk about it. So he sent us a link. We watched uh, the first episode of season two. Uh, Have you ever watched the Bradshaw Bunch before, Joe?
1: I have not. I have not. Okay. I, am, I am not uh, anything against... uh Mr. Bradshaw, I find him eminently entertaining, and I wish more pro athletes would take his route after, you know, leaving a tremendous mark on their sport. Yeah. Clearly, the dude had skills. And then, you know, once he went broadcasting, he just, every time you see him, he just seems happy to be there.
0: Yeah. You know, I, so I agree. I mean,
1: yeah. What more do you want? Right.
0: And I think that uh, and I had never watched this show either, um, although my wife has been interested in watching it. So I thought hey, well, maybe this is a, a lead into it. Right. Um, and I, I, I think that what you just said is sort of an extension of what we saw in this first episode where he is the a fun guy to be around. But he's also mm-hmm. a very loving guy as well towards his daughters, um, self-deprecating a lot as well. And, and also, yeah. you know. Sort of uh, challenges himself internally about, you know, his failed marriages and things like that. So, a very interesting episode. So, the episode here, uh, and I did not watch the first season, so I cannot really say, you know, that I knew a lot of stuff that's gone on. Although I felt like after watching this 41 minutes worth of episode, I felt like I knew the characters or knew the people that were inhabiting this world of the Bradshaw bunch. Right. Um, obviously, Terry Bradshaw leads the way as the, uh, the leader of the of the pack here. His wife is Tammy. Um, he also has his um, oldest daughter, Rachel, his youngest daughter, Aaron, and his stepdaughter, Lacey, uh, as part of the show. And then also uh, Lacey and Aaron's spouses are in the show and uh, a couple of grandchildren as well, which is kind of fun to see this rough, tough football player yeah. that, you know, you probably... Most people, I think, probably by now know Bradshaw for his post-NFL career as they do than his NFL career. Certainly I do. Um, but obviously he played for a historic franchise in Pittsburgh, in the Pittsburgh Steelers, won many Super Bowls, was a tough... Yeah, got rings. Yeah. Always always known as, a, as a, a really tough quarterback, took a beating, never wilted. Um, obviously he's paying for it physically. He always mentions his knees being bad and, you know, having replaced knees, which you would come to expect. And honestly, after, you know, such a a tough football career where, you know, hits to the head weren't exactly (laughs) illegal back then, probably lucky he doesn't have uh, any more health issues and maybe he leads on. So seriously, yeah. So, uh, you know, in this episode here, they're, they're going to Hawaii. So apparently after the football season's over his obligations to Fox sports as a pregame show analysts are done. He likes to go on vacation, at least with his wife, but it looks like his family also joins. He does have um, family that lives in Hawaii, so it kind of works out pretty well. So this time around, though, it's a little special for him, Joe. He says that he wants to ask his wife to remarry him and renew their vows. Apparently, when they were married about seven or so years ago, uh, they did it privately at in hawaii but they wanted to hit this time around he wanted his family to be around and to witness it and um you know this is actually uh it looks like this was his longest marriage by a quite a quite a long shot uh, yeah. i think he said his first marriage lasted what six weeks or something and then uh brief very brief, brief marriages i <laughs> to be blunt i don't really care about players wives and how long they've been married or not married or who they've been married to i didn't know a single person uh, when they started to, you know, go do the the flashbacks of who he's been married to, I didn't know anybody. Right. Did you know any of those women, or did any of those names ring a bell? Because they said their names no. like they were known commodities, and I have no clue who they were. So. No, it's,
1: similarly, I, I, generally speaking, and I, I, I kind of, I'm a, of two related minds on that. Number one, I just don't care, right? You know, <laughs> right. I, I, just like most people wouldn't care about my spouse unless sure. they're know her or know me personally or whatever. Right, right. Of course, if it, oh, wait, they're in the news. Why? There was something terrible that happened between them, and it's bad. Okay, well, in that case, we might know. But otherwise, keep your privacy. I know they're public figures yeah. and whatnot, but the same thing, my favorite actors and whatnot, I don't, you know, un, un, unless you're, you know, in the spotlight of your own volition, hey, people love who they love, and they shouldn't have right. to, you know, be dragged out into, into, yeah. into the media necessarily, so, yeah i wasn't i'm I'm a, I'm a similar philosophy with you i, I don't care you know? okay so
0: you know i think it's a sweet gesture and it, it, it's kind of a, a change of pace i guess for what how bradshaw has lived his life where it's yeah, basically cool. hey we're gonna get married we don't really care about planning anything this time around it seems like he, he really genuinely wants to do things right and that's yeah. uh, kind of touching i mean I think over the years I've gotten to know Bradshaw being on the NFL, you know, pregame show on Fox. And he's always been a cast of a character type of guy, you know, that Mm -hmm. you can always, he's always going to read the highlights. And I think they do it on purpose now where they want him to do the highlights and mess a name up or flub up a line or whatever. I think that's part of the joke now as why he reads those uh, NFL highlights at halftime and post game. But, you know, one of the things I like about some of these shows is we get a chance to see like how they are now, I will say that sometimes you get the feeling that they're hamming it up a little bit because they're on camera. But I don't sure. know that that's different for Terry Bradshaw, though. Like, <laughs> right.
1: He's just a lovable goofball all the time, yeah, it seems like, yeah. you know. I mean,
0: And I, I really liked – now, I don't know if, if this was 100% real or not, but the interplay between he and his uh, granddaughter, Zuri, is really kind of heartwarming and touching and fun. Like, she kind of puts him in his place a few times. Yeah. I don't know that they're not feeding her lines off camera for her to say certain things. Otherwise, she's probably one of the most inquisitive seven-year-olds that you'll find. She is very fun and and, mm-hmm. and kind of gives him puts him in his place as this rough, tough NFL quarterback that's a Hall of Famer and everybody knows, and no one knows her. But she puts him in his place as the granddaughter.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed that too, and 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 you know, I'm same. I was thinking all right, well, maybe it's semi-scripted or people are, you know, feeding lines to people. On the other hand, kind of seem like a grandkid ass and <laughs> You know what I mean? I, right, I mean, I don't, right. not for nothing, but Yeah, I've seen it firsthand. Just go down just like that, with no (laughs) no script doctors anywhere to be seen. So right, yeah, (laughs) yeah, it's 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 kind of
0: refreshing. I mean, you know, the show isn't it's not going to try to break any new ground on you know on anything, but it's kind of a refreshing show. I mean, it was forty one minutes of quick, fun, mindless entertainment. But you Mm -hmm. you got I got kind of caught up in it a little bit at times. I mean, you know, like I said, Bradshaw really kind of comes across as being a normal goofy but normal guy and, and that's yeah. what I kind of like about it because sometimes you know I think especially athletes and, and and actors and every you know people that are in the spotlight I think there's a tendency for them to want to you know be a little bit of an act on screen where sure. you know you don't you're not giving your full true self but I really truly believe that Terry Bradshaw is like that not just the persona yeah. on NFL on NFL Sundays not just on in front of the cameras here in this show but i feel like he's like this in real life without the cameras like he seems like he's just a 70 plus year old goofball that mm-hmm. likes to have fun pokes fun at himself pokes fun at you know situations whatever it may be i just feel like that's how he really is and that's yeah. that's refreshing to see an athlete not have their guard up so much yeah. that maybe you might see in other you know documentaries or behind the scenes kind of looks right.
1: Yeah, I think I think they're spot on with that. I don't know that, it, it's. I saw nothing that seemed out of character. You know yeah. what I mean? It it, right. it all seemed like, you know, it was it was. I'm no mathematologist, but it was an equation I could figure out. If this, then this. If this, then this. You know? Right. And um, for, if you watch the Fox pregame on Sundays and don't like Bradshaw, you're probably not going to like this. You know what I mean? Because it's what it's him. It's just seems like an extension of his life. Uh, Again, not for nothing. There might be a a semi script involved somehow, but everything that happens with him, whether he's, you know, kind of joshing with someone else or making himself the butt of the joke, right? You know, tweak a couple of, of things here and there, and it could very easily happen on the set on on Sunday, you know, right? Um, and I was kind of surprised at how much I, um, because I'm not a reality TV guy necessarily. Um, but yeah, I could totally see this being an excellent, I had a crappy day at work, or I just got back from the dentist, or something's going on and I need to veg and disconnect and unplug my right. brain a little bit. Hey, Terry's your guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think yeah. you're right. It was, it was nice that it was, it was kind of a, yeah, maybe it was a, a kind of stereotypical setup. Well, we're going to Hawaii, and I'm going to repropose.
0: Right, right. Yeah,
1: but but there's something endearing about it when it is this seventy something, as you say, seventy something former, clearly tough dude from the NFL. He got hammered in the seventies. Yeah. Go back and watch the film, guys. It's it's yeah. amazing what they what they what they did sometimes. But now here he is, just you know, just seemingly enjoying life and and trying to trying to recommit his love, eh, there's nothing wrong with that, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I, I kind of like, too, that even though this man is is generally known for his playing days and or, you know, his studio work for Fox, he mentions football essentially one time. Right. And, and that was that after the football season, I like to go to Hawaii. This isn't one of those shows where you kind of think it's going to be like a reliving of the glory days of his life. And maybe maybe the previous season did more of that. I do not know. But I kind of felt like it was nice to even though you know who he is and you're watching it because you know that that's Terry Bradshaw from the NFL and from Fox pregame. It's it's refreshing, though, that you don't have to, like, listen to him talk about, you know, stories from the past or whatever of the NFL, because even though that's probably fun at times i kind of i kind of went into this this show thinking that that was going to be the whole thing was oh well you know back in back in 1970 this happened you know something like that where i just thought yeah this is probably not for me not a huge reality fan anyway but Mm -hmm. i was i was very pleasantly surprised that he didn't even seem to care about the fact that he's Terry Bradshaw from the NFL. I mean, obviously it's given him his wealth and it's allowed him to, to have this gorgeous ranch on in Oklahoma. And it seems like he has like 15 dogs, which, you know, I have three, so it's kind of fun to see <laughs> how same. someone deals with that many dogs. Uh, <laughs> but you know, he, he seems like he genuinely, yeah, he probably is is fond of his playing days and his teammates and, everything that's football's given to him, but he also seems like he's more than that. That's how it came yeah. across to me.
1: Yeah, it. it I agree. It, it's almost like he's, it, it seemed like a good example as of, of the former player who's transitioned into the successful career after after he left the field and then realizes today, hey, you know, my playing days were over several decades ago now. There's other stuff going on in life. Uh, let's let's kind of explore. And then, you know, some producer came to him. Or oh, maybe it was his idea. Again, same yeah. with you once, the first season. But, you know, somebody had this idea like, well, let's do a reality show. Yeah. And almost you can almost hear him say, can I do dumb stuff? Sure, you can do <laughs> all the dumb stuff you want, man, as long as yeah. it's funny. I got a lot of that. You know, and yeah. then you, you just yeah. have it.
0: You almost wonder, based on his personality that he exudes on NFL Sundays, you almost wonder why they didn't approach him sooner. You know, I mean, yeah, this guy seriously. has always been a, a character on you know on Fox's pregame show. Really, in my opinion, making it the the pregame show to watch or the halftime show to watch because, like I said, I mean, I always thought that they they purposely made Terry Bradshaw read the highlights, even though Kurt Menefee or whoever else could easily read the the highlights. For a halftime or post game show and then they get mm. you know bradshaw to do it and he makes fun or you know he has fun with it he's got a personality he mispronounces some guy's name he doesn't you know you know he doesn't have a, a smooth delivery all the time which you right. know normal shot sheet readers do and it's just mm. kind of refreshing to see that so i'm kind of wondering i wonder why they never approached him before because this guy's always had this kind of demonstrative personality
1: right yeah it'd be interesting to see like there could be some I don't know, I'm I'm spinning here, but there could be some behind the scenes like I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna. Okay. True, you know, true. You know, it could have been that that he or or the, maybe the right deal. He was waiting right. on the right deal. All right, yeah. well, I'm only gonna do eight or ten a season, and a season's gonna be a year, and I gotta I gotta have time for you know, I gotta have time for my fifteen dogs, you know, <laughs> and my grandkids <laughs> and everything. Right. I'm a busy man. This busy is busy as Bradshaw is. You know yeah
0: i think the, the fun thing about this show is if they never discuss anything about his playing days or his work like if they if they never send a camera to like fox's pregame show i will never i won't be upset about that yep, because i agreed. think i think there's enough there that you don't have to have the tie-in to the football career or at least the tie into his day job now on, you know, being on set or, you know, being in a production meeting. Right. Like, I don't think you need that with him because I think he's such a character personality wise. I just don't think you really need to, you don't need to push the football stuff. And I think in a lot of ways they're, they're trying to gather more than just the the men who watch football and know Terry Bradshaw yeah. from the NFL. They're they're tapping into a better, broader audience where you have men, women, people in their 60s and 70s that will certainly know Bradshaw, you know, people my age that know him from NFL Sunday, but you know, I think that's kind of fun. I I hope they don't rely too much on the NFL stuff because I don't think they need to because
1: he is so unique to yep. this kid, you know, to this show. Yep. I think you're right. I and I think it seems like it, it seems like it would be a smart, conscious decision if they said, yeah, yeah. clearly football is a thing with him. I mean, it has been right, for right. most of his life. It's, it's yeah. a huge thing for him. But on the other hand, if they steer clear of that or at least avoid it for the most part, how many people who aren't football players who come across it like because husband or football fans, you know, husband, wife, whoever, significant other kids, you know, uh, who don't care that you know he was one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of the NFL? Uh, that uh, they're just going to enjoy the show because again, lovable goofball doing stuff. What are they going to get into next? You know, we're going to meet the dogs, or we already have, or you know, right. you know what I mean. There's going to be a, they'll 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 be a very special episode when right. something happens. You know, yeah. the, and, and and I kind of I don't know that I'm going to watch all of them, but I can't yeah. look forward to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I see it, I'll be be good with it, you know? Yeah, Yeah, after the first episode, I thought, okay, I'd watch this again. I mean, just to see where they take it. I mean, I know there's probably a level of scriptedness to it, and that's fine. I mean, you get that with a lot of... I, I don't think there would be a good, a really great reality show like this if there wasn't a little bit of a, you know, let's push it in this direction or, hey... You know, funny granddaughter already. Can you say this thing, though? Because this would even be funnier or something. Right. I, you know, I don't think that, like, deteriorates the, the idea that this is a reality show. Um, and I do like the idea, too, that, you know, at first you kind of think, man, he's really a goofball. Like, he is really eccentric. <laughs> but if you've ever seen him on NFL, you know, on Fox NFL Sunday's pregame show, that's how he's been like for however long he's been on that show. So I kind of at mm-hmm. first thought... Man, I wonder if these like hardened Steelers fans, like Chris, um, would would like this show because it looks, you know, it not that it paints Bradshaw in a weird light, but Bradshaw himself paints himself in that weird light, right? And it's just it's accentuated by the fact that cameras are there. But I kind of wondered, like, you know, those hardened NFL hardcore fans, especially Steelers fans or Bradshaw fans, I kind of wondered how they would react to it. But then I thought this is how he's been for, I yeah. mean, the 20 years he's been on Fox's pregame show. I mean, is that kind of how, did you think about it like that? Cause I, I mean, I knew he was eccentric, but this is even more, you know, funny over the top grandpa.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, that's, that's pretty much it. I, I thought, I mean, and again, I am, I mean, well, all right, the full disclosure, I, uh, I, I, I'm a, a bit of uh, an old fart in some ways. I grew up with with the, I was torn in the in the '70s with my allegiances, but I did have the Steelers puffy vest logo up here. Okay, loved that thing. wore it wore it till it was way too small. You know, <laughs> it became one of my layering garments when we had snow in Kentucky growing up. But it was way too small. I was like, I'll put this on and stay warm too. And a part of it was sentimentality, uh, and he was a big part of that, right? But I also um, kind of just fell out of the fandom, so didn't follow him forever. And then, of course, you know, I was going to say a few years ago. It was more than a few years ago when he's on on the pregame stuff. I'm like, oh, well, cool. You know, it's Bradshaw. I, I he's he's funny yeah, and and yeah. he knows the game and he's got stuff to add to it. And and you know you you dismiss him at your peril because clearly the man the man knows you know his way around the pigskin and and the yeah. environment thereof. You know. Yeah, um, absolutely. But I didn't um, I didn't really know how well that would translate to this format. Yeah, You know, when Chris mentioned it, I'm like,
0: really? Yeah, because some uh, athletes are just play, boring. Man. Yeah, some athletes are boring.
1: I don't oh, care yeah, if they're, they're still not playing, playing they're, or if they're, they're retired. They're boring sometimes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They just, you know, some guys, it, it's like, you know, if you're not talking about That one subject that has dominated their life clearly to get to that level, you can't fault somebody for focusing on the sport, maybe neglecting other stuff. It doesn't mean somebody is is you know doesn't mean they're vacant upstairs. It just means that no, if you're not talking about my sport, you're going to get some yes and no answers, and it's going to seem pretty boring. Sorry, you know. And he's not that guy. I I, don't. I don't get that impression from him. I get the impression that that he would try to talk about or engage not necessarily talk but engage on a topic and and that's kind of why i have some hope for yeah. the for the show because you know again once once you you know get they're they're going on vacation to see the the you know the largest football upright in the united states and some some weirdo in some state i won't mention a state because i don't want to see like slagging on any state but somewhere where they don't have a whole lot going on Somebody's built like a hundred foot <clears throat> wide goalpost or something, Who yeah. knows? you know, yeah. we're going to see it this episode. I, yeah. I could see that with him. He might yeah. make that entertaining for me, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think he,
0: um, you know, like you said, you know, some athletes are the, there's their tunnel vision. I don't think you'd ever get bored with multiple seasons of cameras right. following around Terry Bradshaw, where yeah. maybe you get bored following around, you know, like LeBron James, even though he's got interests outside of basketball, maybe they just don't have that same personality type. So you don't know if it would really resonate for more than a season or more than like a little mini documentary series or reality series. So, yeah, I mean, Terry Bradshaw, you know, he's probably got stories for days. And like I said, we have not seen season one, so we're not sure if like season one was football heavy or not. But after watching this first episode here of season two, Mm -hmm. I don't care if they ever talk about, you know, what was it like to play against the Cowboys or whoever it may be. I don't really, I don't think it matters. So, you know, it's, it's interesting. So the big premise here on this, on this episode is renewing the vows with his wife, Tammy. He's got all of his family, or at least his immediate family that he wants around him around him. But she asks him, okay, well, how are we doing this? Have you planned anything? Do you have a cake? Are you getting flowers? So, of course bradshaw you know has to you know explain that he was really so nervous about the proposal itself because he's never really you know gotten down on one knee and proposed that he really hadn't thought anything through even though they were literally going to be married like two days from then or whatever so i thought that was kind of funny too to show like okay he's still kind of the bumbling you know guy that maybe has never really figured out relationships or figured out you know how to plan ahead just living in the moment which is fun Sure. Um, but, you know, it, it's it was fun to see that. And then, he, of course, he's got to go on all these errands to get cakes and flowers. And, you know, the, the funny thing I thought was they the debate that the couples had about the weekly flower delivery where you signed up for a service and the weekly flowers. Yeah. And I guess the, the the women were saying it was romantic the first time, but then when you have it scheduled every week, it's not so romantic. It kind of takes the romanticism out of it mm-hmm. because you're not thinking about doing it. It's just yep. being done for you. So I thought that was kind of funny. Anything stand out to you as far as uh, some of the, in you know, some, either that or some of this, the other stuff going on there.
1: As a husband who formerly uh, got his wife flowers regularly, like right. regularly, like, yeah. I mean, every couple of weeks to every month, okay um a couple years ago she said you know these are nice but i just keep throwing them away and i was so when i saw that part i was like hey that's (laughs) that part of the reality show's pretty real (laughs) i got some experience with that and that and that was an example of of the type of interactions in there that i kind of like that maybe didn't pan out the way you would have thought, you know, like the stereotypical response would be, you know, the, the wife would love the flowers. We'd love, yeah, well, maybe not. Maybe the hassle of getting them all the time. And it's like, look, dude, I know you're not thinking about this. It's not a special gesture. You signed up and they're just hit. they're just dinging the credit card every week or what yeah. Yeah, the- on autopilot. That's not cool. I'd rather you not do that and show up every so often with like a single rose. Yeah, that would be cooler. It yeah. would be more demonstrative of your love for me. You know, and, I kind of and- wonder
0: I, I kind of wonder if uh, if they learned their lesson from that, because they still argued their point of it's a good gesture. It means that, you know, you're going to get flowers every week. But I don't think they were kind of picking up what the women were putting down as it kind of takes out the romanticness of right. it when you're doing it automatically, when it's already there and you only had to do it for one week. And then the other 52 weeks, you know, or the 50 other 51 other weeks, you're kind of like, well, someone else is doing it for you and you just Mm -hmm. paid for it, essentially. So, yeah, that was kind of a fun, a fun little twist uh, between all the couples. And I think um, I don't know if Terry or Tammy was was talking about it. She gets roses or a bouquet like every two weeks. And I think she said it, she said she said it to herself, though. So I'm not sure if, like, she's doing that on behalf <laughs> of Terry or, right. you know, but Terry's like, I paid for it or something. So I'm kind of curious about that, too. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of other moments to his daughters. You know, he's trying to connect uh, maybe on a deeper level with his daughters. One of his daughters, Rachel, I did not know this, was uh, formerly married to Rob Baronas, the kicker, who apparently I didn't know this either. He died in a car crash years ago. Um, that left her a widow. So I didn't even know um, any of that backstory or I, I didn't even realize he died in a car crash. So that's terrible to, to hear. But, um, you know, she's trying to get out in the dating world and, and figure her life out. And, you know, his youngest daughter is is being pressured a little bit for giving to give him grandchildren. Um, mm-hmm. His stepdaughter obviously has a couple of children as well. But, you uh, you know, so it's kind of like those classic what you would expect from you know the the elderly parents and the younger kids. You know, you we want grandchildren, we want this, we want, you know, we want to expand our family. You know, I, we I get right. that. You know, from my perspective, so it's kind of kind of nice to to see that it relates to the real
1: life that you're living too. hmm mm-hmm. And and you know uh, the the point about about. Um... About the the one daughter's uh, husband who died, I that and see that was that brought up another an interesting angle of it for me because I thought so. How many other and outside of the world of sports, how many other athletes, how many other former famous people who you saw every week on like there was that one of the one of the extras on Family Ties for just to pull right. a show out of the hat or whatever who. Oh, no, that guy? Yeah, he died in a plane crash. What? I never heard about that. Well, you know, there's a lot of news in the world and a lot of stuff slips through the, the cracks. So yeah. it was interesting to see a detail like that come out. And then on the kind of on a, on a more positive, well, depending on where you are in the debate, because I've, I've been there before, too, um, about, you know, like the, the other family details like wanting grandkids or, or yeah. Um, you know, how how he's gonna, um, I, I, I what I want to see more of. I keep saying that I'm not really a reality TV show guy, but I'm, you know, here I am looking forward to seeing more of it. <laughs> I want to see him like explore the ranch, you know, I want to see yeah, some, of other, some of the other relationships come into play and not, not from a like real housewives pulling hair and throwing punches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just see the relationships develop because. I will, quite frankly, I never really thought about it, you know? Right. Yeah.
0: I, I, I kind of want to see how he uh, feeds all those dogs that he has because he's got a lot of yeah, dogs. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is from my perspective with three dogs. It is like we have three separate food and water dishes for them, and they all want to eat from the same one. So I just want to see an episode where the dogs just go crazy at each other trying to get (laughs) the same food, even though there's 20 other dishes probably out there at the ranch. But uh, I think it just humanizes this family. Like so often I think, you know, and I never watched a lot of the Kardashians show. right? But I think so often you got this like superficial – sense about the family, like they were real, but kind of, you know, putting on a show and and you didn't really relate to them as much, but with the Bradshaws, you know, you, you talk about the, the, the people, the wanting the grandchildren, the, the, the bickering over flowers and just the, the relationships between each other. And, you know, and, you know, obviously with Rachel's husband, Rob Baronas dying in a crash, and you just don't hear about that kind of stuff. And it's kind of like it, it, Brings more humanity to them, like they're not—they're just like every other everyday people. Maybe they have more money than you and I, but they're like every other person out there. They have their own struggles, their own issues. They suffer through, you know, tragedies and things like that. And I think that that's—that's when you you strike the good chords in reality TV. Is you can have fun and be goofy like Bradshaw is, but you can also have those meaningful conversations with your daughter about, you know, getting back into the dating world or, Mm -hmm. you know, having grandchildren, I want grandchildren, you know, grandchildren, you know, and and obviously the, you know, the couple that lives in Hawaii, the stepdaughter and her husband are going to be moving six months out of the year to to Texas. And that'll allow them to see, you know, those two and their grand and the grandchildren Mm -hmm. a little bit more. So I'm sure they're excited about that. So is this those human elements that you get from this reality show that, it right. doesn't seem superficial. It does seem like, you know, these people really go through day-to-day struggles. Maybe it's not financial, but maybe it's something else. Maybe something else pops up in their lives that, uh, that you know, commoners like us can relate to, even though we don't right. have the celebrity status or the money or whatever that they have.
1: Right. Yeah. You don't have to have relatives in Hawaii or a big ranch or something to relate to the human drama elements that that you know i think a good show whether it's reality show or not with and any genre comedy etc you know i think uh um i think hitchcock i'm going to butcher the quote but i think hitchcock said what is drama except life with the boring bits cut out <laughs>
0: right
1: you know and that's and that's what it is and that's exactly what i got from this first episode was that it was it was it seemed like okay we're going to distill this down to the funny, touching, poignant, you know, uh, um, moments and, and see where, and of course that's what most decent reality shows do anyway. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes and also I'm looking forward to seeing where they lose me, you know, yeah. cause those do that. know, I, I, yeah. Something will happen and I'm like, ah, I'm just not interested anymore. Yeah. whatever. But so yeah. far, you know, it was, it was, it was a pretty good, a pretty good take, you know,
0: yeah, I think sometimes shows like that overstay their welcome. Right. And, you know, you've seen enough, I guess. You you know, you've seen, once you've seen 12 episodes, you've seen 30. Or you don't need to see right. two or three more seasons. And sometimes, you know, unfortunately, I think the 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 world of reality TV, they overstay their welcome more than they mm-hmm. don't. Um, but hopefully, you know, maybe the Bradshaw Bunch has a, a couple of seasons, maybe three seasons. And then then, you know, maybe you know, he wants to just ride off into the sunset, but you know, his age, you know, he's still very energetic and, you know, he seems like he's got a lot of passion for life and that's kind of fun to see too. So, you know, maybe that's one of those shows with his hijinks. Maybe, uh, maybe you could see four or five seasons instead of two or three.
1: Well, and that's a good point too, because I mean, Hey, you know, a lot of people, bunches of people were on edge today because the 90 year old dude went into space, you know, with, with William Shatner's launch. I mean the fact that Bradshaw is, you know, uh, a septuagenarian now. You know, the fact that he was that he was uh, that that energetic and engaging, and you know, not that anybody thought. I mean, we see him all the time on 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 you know the NFL pre-show. So we you know we we know that he's that he is engaging and whatnot. But to see him in different scenarios and and kind of. Tr- transmitting that a symbol not the same but a similar energy with right. a different crowd clearly right. a crowd that that i mean not that he doesn't enjoy his fellow broadcasters but this crowd he cares about a lot more i mean this is right. family you know yeah. And, and, yeah. To a, and to a dude like like bradshaw i can see that ma- meaning a lot you know and and it did come across as like hey we need more grandbabies you know that sort of thing right. um and it was very interesting to me to even though I could have guessed it, you know, I mean, if somebody, uh, you know, asked me 10 years ago, say, so what kind of guy do you think Bradshaw is around his grandkids? I'd say, Oh, he's, he's a granddad. He certainly seems like, you know, I got, you nose, that sort of thing. Right. Right. Exactly. But it was, it was really cool to see it, how it played out in reality or at least in reality. Right. You know,
0: Well, it's funny. We we talked a little bit about, you know, this show really being about everything other than football. It kind of got me thinking, though, um, what are other pro athletes out there that you would want to watch a reality show? It could be retired. It could be, you know, current players. And it, it could be a show where they really hardcore go into their pro athlete career. But so it doesn't have to mimic Bradshaw Bunch. But is there a is there a character out there in this world of pro sports that you would just be like I gotta watch a docu series or a reality TV series of that person? Uh,
1: a, a couple, and for different reasons. Um, I am uh, I know the world is round, and I know the vaccines aren't going to hurt me, so I would love to see a show on Kyrie Irving. Yeah. I I think that could be very interesting, and I think it would be engaging for a lot of people who agree with him, and then also a lot of people like me who would, might very well tune in and go, "What are you doing, you idiot? This is nuts!" You know, and, and he yeah. he understands that again. The, and the dude, and that was a fair point. I saw somebody bring up on Twitter today. It was like, before you go dragging him too much for sitting on his can and making fifteen million this season or whatever he's going to, you know, however much it's going to be. You know, be aware that the dude has bought a gazillion meals for for, for people in right. in you know New York and he's done all this to to help kids and and it, but clearly he's given back to his community, you know. So yeah. Yeah. credit where it's due as far as that goes, but like, come on, dude, get your shot or 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 whatever. Right. You know, yeah. I, so I, I think or and other characters like that, you know, who yeah. Aren't necessarily I mean, and again, I don't want them painted with a broad brush. I don't want it to be like here's your villain. No, no, no. I like characters who are a little more complicated, you know. Yeah, and I think right. is one of those guys, you know. Um I would love to see uh I'd like to see James Harden. Maybe okay. I think that could be entertaining. I you had mentioned uh King James earlier. Mm-hmm. Um I think LeBron could do something like that but i don't know you yeah. know I, I to be honest i think he might very well be the guy like i no thanks i'm i'm right. good right. <laughs> you know and you couldn't fault any of these guys for doing oh yeah like that.
0: right absolutely
1: i think there are a ton of characters in um in racing that in auto racing that it could work with uh both nascar and formula one
0: yeah
1: um you know because there's a lot there's of course with sports there's so much built-in drama anyway but I think with racing it might almost be for me I'd like to see some stuff on the track I'd like to see some of that drama built into it but then you kind of get to a point where like so how long is the show going to be? because you know these races sometimes take two days yeah you know (laughs) so I think I think you know as I expand my filter there I, I kind of get into a point where it's like yeah maybe not but now as far as some of the some of the retired, um, you know, for example, some retired athletes. I don't know. Who, who do you think you'd like to see who's no longer playing who could maybe follow in Terry's footsteps to do the insert name of former great here bunch or whatever?
0: You know, I don't know that anybody could really match the energy yeah. of Terry Bradshaw. I will say this. David Ortiz, big poppy, former Boston Red Sox, mm-hmm. Maybe I think he could, he could bring some energy to the table. He's got a little bit of a interesting story. You know, he was a former flame out at the Minnesota twins and all of a sudden found his, you know, found his way in Boston. Mm -hmm. Obviously he, you know, uh,
1: compelling story. Yeah.
0: You know, things, things followed him along and, you know, the steroid era, I think he'd be a fun personality. I will say that I think, Unlike Bradshaw, though, I think he would rely a lot on his baseball mm-hmm. to kind of carry the show. But I could see, you know, episodes of him going back the, to, to the Dominican and, you know, you know whether it's helping out a village there or whatever. He seems like he would have a lot of fun, probably has a really fun lifestyle at home and, and probably – you know, a a big teddy bear that jokes around with kids and grandkids. If he has grandkids, I'm not sure, but I think, you know, David Ortiz as a retired athlete would be kind of, kind of fun. I guess you could maybe even throw, uh, you know, Floyd Mayweather would be an interesting guy to follow around with all the money that he has and the resources. I kind of feel like Floyd Mayweather would be an interesting, I don't know that I would want more than like a season with Floyd Mayweather, but I kind of feel like, a season with him would be kind of interesting to see like, oh, I'm going here. I'm just going to buy the place instead of, you know, sitting at a table or, whatever. Right. Buying, right. you know, something like, you know, like Bruce Wayne would do in Batman or something, mm-hmm. you know, just buy the hotel instead of, you know, asking if he could get a table. So yeah. I think Floyd Mayweather would be fun. I do think Kyrie Irving would be fun too, though, because I think with Kyrie, um, I would like to see who he surrounds himself with. Yeah, um, because I think a lot of pro athletes are always influenced by the people around them. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I'm kind of curious if, if Kyrie is surrounding himself with like-minded people, or if he is just this kind of unique in him, in his way, not not, I'm not saying he's wrong or right. It's his right. point of view, but I, I just kind of feel like it'd be fun to kind of see who does he hang around with? Does he have a lot of friends and family around him or is he a loner that has these, you know, theories that maybe you don't always agree with? But I kind of I kind of think it'd be fun to to get that part of his life because I don't know who he hangs yeah. out with.
1: Yeah. And I th- and that's a that's a really good point, too. And of course, you you could apply that to, of course, you know, the, the world of sports, the fandom is huge and everybody's got you. Could, there's there's a bench warmer somewhere that somebody's got the jerseys and is like that dude's going to catch fire one day, man, you know. So, but I, but I think, I think that's an excellent point. Who do they interact with? What's their life like, yeah. you know, when they're off the court, when they're off the field, when they're, of course with Bradshaw, when they're not on the, you know, not broadcasting their, their, what's their day job now, yeah. you know, how do they interact with other people? Uh The point about Ortiz, I, I love that. I could totally see him, you know, like if he's, you know, somebody encounters him in a store and he sees a kid. I could totally see him interacting in a positive way. You know, and and then Mayweather that that was another good one that you know to think about. Although your point there is well taken, the first time he buys a restaurant would be interesting. Right. Season four when he does it for the seventh time, yeah, I'm over. It. Yeah, I think a limited series on Netflix would be better there than yeah. than you know. I think Bradshaw and see that's something else that I and I, I just thought of this. It almost gives me like. More wholesome, the Osbournes vibe. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's like a guy that everybody's familiar with, but here he yeah. is in a in a scenario that you just don't picture him in. You right. know, and yeah. that was that was something that that I, that kind of clicked. I was like, oh yeah, it's kind of like that. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I mean,
0: you know, I mean, people like uh, well, the artist formerly known as Ron Artest, Meta World Peace would sort of be intriguing. Right. He he seems though I don't know if he's maybe too introverted to be, like uh you know pop off the screen like Terry Bradshaw does, but he'd kind of be fun for some introspective, you know life lessons or just some weird, right day in the life of Ron Artest or Metal World Peace whatever he right. goes by now. I think it'd be kind of fun to see what he does.
1: Yeah, I thought you know who else I'd like to see if he would do it, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That just, I think that show could be, and of course, you know what? He's probably way too smart to do it. You know, yeah. He's probably like, yeah, right? No, right you'll, yeah. you'll hear about stuff, but I want you to hear about it. <laughs> I don't need the cameras. Follow me. Yeah. But just talk about a dude who has lived and, yes. and experienced. And clearly he won a couple of games. You know, yeah, yeah, so he yeah, was all right as far yeah. as that goes. <laughs> yeah. But, but he's, but he's so much more than that too. Right. Which is That's great. exactly the yeah. point. It's like. How much, I mean, how many layers and and that's the thing. You don't really have to be somebody like like Kareem or you don't have to be like Terry Bradshaw and have played with the Iron Curtain and these legendary. No, you could just be a dude, you know, who just who's like, no, I worked really hard, I had some skill, I had some talent, I worked really hard. And yeah. I made the pros and I was there for three seasons. Yeah. But the story, I don't, I don't know who it'd be, but the story could still be great because like, I Wow, only three seasons, what happened? Well, I listened to my mama and I saved my money and now I've got this thing and there's this nonprofit that I fund and I've got some, right, right. You know, some restaurants here wow. and everybody in my family's taken care of and, and we're we're doing good and oh my brother's a character. And my sister's, you know, right. she's got some wacky ideas. You know, there's no telling what would happen when you kind of start peeling the onion. Oh, know, yeah, absolutely. Some of these characters, yeah.
0: You know, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Kareem because it made me think of, and I don't know how I couldn't have thought of this to begin with, but what about Bill Walton?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Of all the weird, crazy, yeah. I mean, if you've <laughs> ever watched college basketball, he is worth the price of cable or Mm -hmm. the price of admission because he is so strange. He's gotten to the point now where I think most broadcasters probably don't want to work with him because he always takes everything off into a different tangent. But how fun would that show? First of all, there would be like no narrative structure to it, right? Good luck with your script
1: on that guy. Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) But how much fun would it be to just watch Bill Walton talk about the universe for like 20 minutes or something? Again, probably one of those where you don't want to have, like, multiple seasons. But I kind of feel like if you could wrangle him in a little bit, Mm -hmm. you could have multiple seasons because he's probably similar as a grandfather. Probably, you know, like, I got your nose type grandfather. So, Bill Walton for me would be, like, I would pay to watch him on TV.
1: And that's, and he's a great example, too, because it might be, he would be somebody, and 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 two, like, maybe Kyrie, maybe some of these other guys who are, seemingly off the beaten path in one way yeah. or another you know yeah. they might need a little different format you know maybe with maybe with with Walton you have to do something like all right this is going to be almost like an interview show but yeah I mean and I don't know you might have to do something but if somebody could get the right idea
0: right to kinda,
1: as you say to kind of wrangle these personalities and say we're not trying to to control you we're just trying to contain you in in this frame that's that's what we need to do you know and it's like we're not wanting to tell you what to say or or manipulate anything like that but we have to have a certain amount of structure for the show to work yeah you know and fortunately for the bradshaw bunch i mean terry's you can tell terry's yeah sure man whatever let's do let's let's do what we got to do you know And yeah. the family might roll their eyes or whatever, and that's another ep- another angle of that that I'm looking forward to is yeah. to see when that does happen. Because yeah. when it does, if they're smart, they'll keep the cameras rolling and get, yeah. that, you know. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I think the kids the kids must know him well enough now that they just they know they know to expect anything from him yeah. as opposed to, you know, trying to reel him in and and you know fit him into a box when he's not really meant for that. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's a fun show, and um, you know, I think it'd be. It'd be fun to see more like this with pro athletes, even if it's just for a short season or two, just to kind of get sort of a behind the scenes of their life, whether they're former players or current players. I mean, it's uh, it's kind of nice to, you know, to to kind of look into the rabbit's hole a little bit and see what's going on with yeah. people that you watch and admire. And, you know, you you only know them from their their prowess on the field, but mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to get to know them off the field, too.
1: You know, I think I think we've got it. I think we have cracked it. We need yeah. some some studio on HBO, yeah. Netflix, Hulu. Yeah. Somebody they need to set up and have the ongoing show that yeah. features a different athlete every yeah. season. Yeah,
0: it's that like an way we don't get burnt out on
1: them. Yeah, yeah I, that's what I want to see. Absolutely, you
0: know. I, I think we've I think we've done it. Hopefully, we you know we're properly compensated for it. <laughs> um,
1: I'll be so waiting Netflix. for the truck full of money to back up to my my right. driveway any moment.
0: So Net- Netflix, if you want to approach Bill Walton, you know, I don't know if we can copyright this or patent you gotta it. Or go you got to go through Bill us. Meanwhile, Bill Walton's
1: like, who? <laughs> <laughs> what guys?
0: <laughs> like, who are you? Yeah, hopefully. I think I think we, we we broke some ground here on some different series. I think, you know, if they ever want to, you know, these – Studios are always looking for something to to make, and you know, yeah. I think we gave them some good ideas moving forward. So yeah, that would be uh, some interesting content. Yeah. All right, Joe. Well, uh, any final thoughts uh, as we discuss the Bradshaw bunch?
1: Well, I do feel uh, a little bit uh, hurt and bitter that uh, Chris abandoned us. <laughs> I mean, with his power outage, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But I, but I do think, uh, I, I mean. When he when he sent me the message last week, like this is what we're going to do next week. I'm like, really? Uh, okay. Yeah,
0: we're changing but, the
1: formats a little bit here. We're but, we're but a you know what? culture, yeah. good idea because yeah. you know I enjoyed it and and again, you know Bradshaw is an engaging character and it was cool to see him yeah. interacting with people whom he clearly loves. You know, and that yeah, that it, there was heart, there was heart in that show. You yeah. know, so I'll forgive Chris for not showing up this week. <laughs> Because he introduced me to something that i liked there
0: well we definitely (laughs) yeah we definitely appreciate chris uh sending this our way i'm sure he had the pittsburgh Steeler motivation on his mind but uh Mm -hmm. we certainly appreciate him uh, getting us into some bradshaw bunch and uh, i'll definitely be checking out more on it so well joe uh we definitely appreciate you stopping by i know we'll have you again as long as you'll have us
1: uh it's always fun man always can't wait
0: we can't wait we love having you on the show you're always uh, a lot of fun so you're kind of like our Terry Bradshaw, but you're grounded. You're not kooky and, you know, over the top. You're just, you're just really rings. And no rings. <laughs> like Super rings. It's around
1: here somewhere. You
0: probably don't have 15 dogs running around a, a ranch in Oklahoma. So.
1: No, I got one dog and two cats and then a 13 year old somewhere, but, you know.
0: <laughs> All right, Joe. Well, we definitely appreciate your time and uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right. Have a
1: good one. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney.